0: The Rogers TV viewer response line. Email us or connect with us on social media.
1: If I had to pick one word to describe the Jennifer Campbell show, it would be authentic. There's nothing that is said or covered that I don't bring as much truth to as I can, that I simply have never put up with it. I get up every morning and I want to come to work at
2: 4 o'clock in the morning and it's never lost on me that there are people who might not be feeling the same way and maybe my job is to pick them up a little bit and having local televisions really matters. I feel like even more a part of this community that I love so much. It's pretty exciting.
3: Rules of the road help everyone avoid collisions on the water. As a power boater, you must give way to all paddle craft and sailboats under sail. And when operating near a paddle craft, slow down and mind your wake. In a small motorboat, always be on watch for larger vessels. It is harder for them to see you. Stay off the water and reduce visibility when it will be more difficult to navigate and to be seen. This is Rogers TV.
0: Great way to start the show. Well, well done. Time. That was well timed. Uh, welcome, <laughs> uh, welcome to this week's episode of Think Millennial. We've got a great show lined up for you. Uh, my name is Ben. I'm Matt. And today we're joined by Bernie Martin of Thank Lost Bandit. Me. Thank you for being here, and also Dr. Steve Martinow. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> doctor. Um, so I think, I mean, it's, it's first an, infor- it's an infor- yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think it, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so welcome, welcome both of you. Welcome back, Bernie. Yes. Yeah? It's been good. It it's has, been, it's good. been a while. It, it has been, been a real? while, yes. yeah. Uh,
1: but we'll talk about some new things this time, maybe. Um, oh, nice.
0: Yeah. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. If you're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a few new things that are on the go right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, why, don't we, why don't we jump right in to, um, like, the, the paddle boards?
1: Yes. So I just started a new brand, um, Lost Bandits yeah. Sup stand-up paddleboard, for those of you that took, don't know. took me a while to figure <laughs> yeah, that one out. Yeah, he's <laughs> just, like, he's just, like, put sup at the Le- end of you know, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, have you been on a paddleboard? Either of you? No. Stand-up paddleboard? No. Never? Steve?
4: I've been beside uh, you No, know. I don't think I have. No? no. My sister has one. I keep bugging her to use it, and she always gets
1: yeah. mad at me. Yeah. Won't, won't <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> People are protective of their paddleboards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's ton of fun. It's, I mean, have you went windsurfing? Or is that before your time? I've been windsurfing. Windsurfing, yeah, yeah. And but it's minus the sail, and now you got to paddle. And it, yeah. it's just great for um, all of your muscles. It can be tiring, but it can be super relaxing because you can go to a lake and just chill out there and go as um, easy as you want. Or you can um, go to rivers. You can do. Um, people are actually surfing now. Um, massive waves with now having paddles and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Um, doing some crazy stuff, white water stuff. Uh, but uh, you can go as hard as you want, but it works like every muscle in your body because you're actually stabilizing as well so your legs can get tired and then core and, and everything. Sure. So
0: nine out of 10 chiropractors
1: recommend it. Uh, yeah. I, I, fact. I, 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 yeah, that's I heard science. that about <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> it's, I believe it. Yeah. Um, everyone should get a paddleboard. Yeah, it's yeah. great yeah. for core work. Yeah.
4: yeah. You know, lateral work too. Mm
1: great for uh um your mind as well because you just get out on the water you're not on your phone there's nobody around and it's can be really
0: peaceful we did
1: that at the cottage last year i'd get up early in the
0: morning, usually the first one and then you were actually the first one
1: you were gone for <laughs> over an hour <laughs> it, you just feel so good yeah um getting out and um, I, I think like you do a lot of um, kayaking yeah. right uh, i never Got into the kayaking thing. Canoeing was never a big fan of canoeing, hmm. just because it felt like too much work. <laughs> just <laughs> sitting there. It's so or maybe maybe because uh, my wife came comes with me and she sits in the back and pretends she's rowing, but not. Oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> I know. I know. She, she she knows that she's watching right now.
0: <laughs> I remember uh, last year you and I went out. I went in the kayak and you went on the paddleboard. We were out on the Oxbow and the the Grand and that's that's like 3 hours and i don't think you sta- mm-hmm. you were standing the entire time
1: yeah and yeah. and that was one of you yeah. walk first <laughs> paddles oh we had to walk back to the car then too yeah. and yeah my legs were fried after that mm-hmm. um but working your way up maybe that wasn't the perfect way to work up <laughs> but we'll have to do that again yeah. this year a few times mm-hmm. um when the water levels yeah. go down a bit actually be a lot easier right now yeah you just cruise faster. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's been
0: been talking about buying either a kayak or a, a sup for a while now, and I've got this healthy fear of water where I think I'd go in the kayak better. Mm. I saw a snake go by me on the river last time I was kayaking, and I'm like, this is not okay, I'm <laughs> I My elf being near the water. <laughs> not <laughs> not it's just so gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you were at the cottage, you were on the lake, you had your legs dangling, and then didn't they catch like this huge four foot? Musky,
1: yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah, it was just massive, <laughs> great fishing story.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the one that got away. Yeah, yeah exactly. oh my God, I would not
0: be doing that, dangling my legs from a board with a big fish around. No,
1: don't they do those um, uh, watching uh, jaws uh, in the water now, mm. where they yeah, have a y- big projector and yeah. you sit on inner tubes and stuff in yeah, the water I don't think and that watch would be jaws? From, I don't like lake wise I could do yeah. that, but <laughs> yeah. open water? No, that. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs>
4: I'm
1: fine. <laughs> Very um, healthy, but, respect. But you. yes, I uh, designed an inflatable paddleboard so it rolls up and fits in a backpack along with so a cool. three piece paddle. And the reason it's, it's so nice because you can just throw it in your car, you don't need roof racks or anything. Yeah. And Tiff and I actually took them to Mexico in February. Mm-hmm. Um, just threw them on the plane, um, checked baggage, and it was. It's perfect. It's mm. awesome. So it breaks
0: down big in, or small enough, I guess, that you can put it as check baggage. Yep, it's uh, basically uh,
1: about like that big, mm. and it's a backpack. hmm On your back, and it's awesome. Weighs it yeah. about 30-ish pounds, and
0: yeah. Cool. So how did you come up with the like the branding itself? Like the, the like the raccoon.
1: The raccoon. raccoon. Yeah. Uh, I, I love raccoons. I have this weird obsession with raccoons, and I don't know where it stemmed from. When I was a kid, I raccoon-sat these two raccoons, uh, Ringo and Blossom. And <laughs> <laughs> I did for, like, two weeks. Uh, Blossom was pretty chill, um, had to be bottle-fed. Ringo was a little bit more mischievous and would always climb a tree and wouldn't come down, and i always have to go get him. And I uh, just cool. love raccoons. <laughs> and, uh And Lost Bandit. Lost is, um, the, with the whole... Water thing, find water, get lost. Yeah. That's kind of my um, slogan, my hashtag, so to speak. And um, Bandit, just, I love raccoons, so mm-hmm. Lost Bandit. Uh, in Mexico, we went to a uh, raccoon restaurant. Uh, it's like a taco place, <laughs> and Taqueria Las Mapache, and that's um, Spanish for raccoon. And they're like, yeah, there's some raccoons there. And we get there, and we drive up, and there's a taxi, and there's like 30 raccoons outside this taxi with like their hands up on the door, (laughs) so we're like, what's happening? And then the taxi takes off, we get out, and the raccoons just kind of spread out. Mm -hmm. And then we, uh, we get in there, and you can get like this dough from the people that work there, and as soon as I got a chunk of that, raccoons just came from everywhere. And they're just like, they were savage. Uh, they were, like, jumping on your table. And, yeah. uh, it was, it was. We didn't even get We didn't get food. There was no way we could have ate food. Yeah. We had a beer, and we're, like, and they're just grabbing at all kinds. Of, had to hang on to your phone. They would just grab everything to see if it was food. You loved it. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Yeah. How perfect is that? You oh. just stumbled on that, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I've got a raccoon tattoo, and we were out somewhere, and someone's like, you, love, you like raccoons? You should go to this place. Yeah. i like, all right. And, yeah, it was... It was wild.
0: (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) It's not my place. (laughs) Too many diseases. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And we're going to go, we're going to have to hold right there. We will continue that story right after these messages.
5: Is brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyPlacetv.com.
6: Join me on Wednesdays for Lions TV Bingo at 8 p.m. Lots of fun, trivia, and much, much more on Rogers TV.
0: You can hear it. That little voice. The one that's telling you don't don't do anything you might regret but this is the new world you can be whoever you want
7: now available free on demand
3: Emily Carr, painter, about to encounter the force that will consume her
1: life. How tightly they sealed their secrets from me, humble and pleading before the great trees. Awaiting the invitation from the spirit to come meet me halfway. Nothing is still now. Everything is alive. At last, I knew I must see through the eye of the totem itself the mythic eye of the forest.
3: Seldom able to live by her brush, before she died in 1945, Emily Carr was in the first rank of Canadian painters.
1: This is my country.
2: What I want to express is here and I love it. Amen. Amen.
0: Welcome back to Think Millennial. Today we're joined by uh, Bernie Martin, Lost Bandit SUP, which SUP. SUP stands for Stand Up Paddleboard. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> just to make, so just to take that right off, yeah, it took yeah, me we're a couple of weeks. we trying to be cool. Talking just, about that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then also Dr. Steve Martinau yep. from Cobblestone Medicine. Martinau or Martinau? Martinau. Martinau? Perfect. Thank you. Thank you no, for clarifying. No, I just want to do it on air. No, I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. That's good. Now the world knows. That's, that's good. Yeah, exactly. From Cobblestone Medicine and Rehab? That's right. Yeah,
4: in Paris. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
0: And so, Bernie, you were just talking about um, before... Actually, shoot, I just blanked. About paddleboards. boards. We were talking yeah, about... Yeah, we were talking about dogs. dogs. Yeah, getting on dog. paddle boards. Yes.
1: Um, so, the paddle board that I have has got, like, a little pad on the front for dogs. Yeah. Uh, I used to be a dog trainer, and we did... We taught dogs how to swim, so we did these dog classes because one of the biggest things with dogs. People are like, my dog's afraid of water. They're not afraid of water. They just don't understand it. And it's so we would teach dogs how to swim, but then we'd also teach them how to get in a canoe. And um, now um, we've designed this paddleboard for dogs, so mm-hmm. it's dog-friendly, and there is... Um, it's a lot harder with a dog on a paddle board because, especially with my dog, he'll go to the front, and then he'll go to the back, and then he'll go to the front, and he'll stop, and oh, then randomly <laughs> he'll jump off and go for a swim along beside. But He's when a circus he, dog. When he jumps <laughs> out, he's yeah, he wants to join the circus. I, I thought he would run away by now to join it, but he hasn't. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the boards, a lot of people are like, well, the claws, will they will it pop the board? Mm-hmm. And the, the boards are really uh, durable. It's like a PVC vinyl-ish. Um, material, and you can bounce it off rocks and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. actually more durable than some of the hardboards. Hardboards will chip and stuff, mm-hmm. um, but the uh, inflatable is actually, if you were to stand on a mattress, the other side would go up. Where in paddle boards, it's called drop stitching, so it's stitched from top to bottom. Yeah. And if you step on one side, the other side can't go any higher because it's stitched together. Mm-hmm. So that's what gives it its strength, and that's why they're like you could you could drive over it with a car um they're extremely durable wow that's That's awesome
0: and you wouldn't think about that either being inflatable you think yeah it's gonna pop or Mm -hmm. damage fairly easily but that's cool that it's so durable you can just go down the river with your dog yeah Bowie. we will bring him next
1: time yeah he's he's itching for some warm weather (laughs) does ever throw you off when he's running back and forth oh yeah yeah He's, and, and with dogs when you get close to shore um, they'll tend to want to jump off right. or, and so you're standing and then they jump and the board goes back and I've done a couple of phase plans <laughs> when I've <have> been, <laughs> been ready <Sorry>. for it <laughs> but yeah it's, it's fun but it, it's like anything new you have to train your body yeah, to be like how is this mm-hmm. um, like reflexes and strengthen different muscles in your core mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah if you haven't done it you're going to be sore the next yeah. day, right? Yeah. It's
4: not oh, bad yeah. sore,
0: yeah. Yeah. right? Well, sometimes, it's <laughs> well, <that was> pretty <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, it feels pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that's an excellent point too, to, to kind of segue over to you, uh, mm-hmm. Steve, is just to basically, that in strengthening your core helps align your spine. Um, do you want to just kind of elaborate on the importance of that?
4: Yeah, so you know, a lot of times, especially like with back pain and stuff like that, it's not so much that you necessarily have a, a weak core, but it's more like the firing rate is a little bit off. Mm-hmm. So more so, like your extremity muscles fire first before your deep core muscles do, when it should be the opposite. So doing something like a stand-up paddle boarding would be great for that, because it requires you to stabilize, get a firm base first, and then move your extremities accordingly, yeah. right? Yeah. So that would complement that for sure. Focus on balance before exactly. moving. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, fun fact. Interesting.
0: I need to do that then. Yeah. So yeah. I actually, Maybe. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but uh, Steve is actually my chiropractor. Oh, very nice. And I had mm-hmm. great results with him. He allows you to sit like that? I feel like I'm being judged a little bit, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> I give him <a> little <laughs> windows. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Like, like, shorten the leash here and there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, fine. I get it. I get it, I get it. Straighten up. <laughs> this well, this actually, is like, one of the uh, <laughs> common misconceptions with posture is that you always need to be straight up like this, right? Mm-hmm but your body's gonna always respond to whatever forces that you place on it. Mm. So if you're always up like this all the time, eventually, you know, like you're gonna get stuck like that, right? right? So mm-hmm. the best posture is one that's always changing right. all the time. Really? Right, so yeah, there's never one perfect posture. It's just one that's always hmm. on the fun move. fact.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How long
4: have you been a chiropractor? Uh, for about, uh, just over two years. Two years now? Yeah, just yeah. over two years. So I graduated in the end of 2015. Oh, and you went to school in the states. The states, Yeah, yes. So I went to New York yeah. chiropractic college. it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so it was pretty good. Yeah, super super small town, so it was a really nice area like Finger Lakes region. So uh, I love it there. Yeah, hiking and all that stuff was good. There's lots of wineries and all that stuff, but
1: and breweries everywhere now. Yeah,
4: yeah. So it was pretty nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have, no studying yeah. gets done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. it was. We like, our schooling went throughout the summer, so it was very hard to actually sit down and do a lot of studying throughout the summer because mm-hmm. it's like 30 degrees outside, sunny yeah. and you're stuck buried in a book. You yeah. don't want to be doing that. Yeah. Me. So that was a challenge, but it was all <laughs> good. <Yeah.
0: laughs> I would not have survived. Well, I, I would have survived. I wouldn't have finished schooling. That's for sure. Yeah. You do what you have to do. <laughs> 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 just all, all honesty, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why did you get into chiropractic care? Did I so
4: No. No. No, you don't. But when I was a kid, uh, I was getting lots of migraines and stuff like that, and the guy that, one of the kids I was playing hockey with, his dad is a chiropractor, so my mom took me to him, and then when I would go to him, my, my headaches and migraines were significantly reduced. I was like, that's pretty cool. So then I started doing more research on it on my own. I always thought I wanted to do something in healthcare, whether it's like physio or chiro or something like that, so the more research I did... I kind of pushed me towards chiropractic and then obviously like the ultimate goal is like helping people and helping people move better and mm-hmm. do the things that they want to be able to do and enjoy life and not feel like they have to be stuck in pain all mm-hmm. the time because people have this misconception where it's like oh yeah i'm getting older so pain's okay yeah, i mean it's just yeah right of passage but it's not a prerequisite to aging Like right? you don't have to be in pain right if you don't want to be so, mm-hmm. that's kind of the main reason yeah yeah, yeah.
0: And it's been two years now, and you've worked at the same place? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, so I
4: started out uh, at yeah, Cobblestone mm-hmm. in Paris there and been there since. Love it.
0: Yeah. And there's a, a ton of different things that you guys offer there. It's not just chiropractic. No, care. it's
4: like, it's pretty much like one stop shop. Yeah. So there's massage, there's chiro, physio, uh, counselor, there's a diabetic foot care nurse. Um, Pedorthist. And you guys are pretty state of the art too. I've seen some of the things that you guys are doing. A lot of the videos. You guys post on mm-hmm. Facebook.
0: A lot of your concussion care as well. Yeah, we do a are... lot
4: of, a ton yeah. of concussion stuff yeah. with kids and athletes and weekend warriors and all that stuff. So, yeah, we try to be in the cutting edge of things mm-hmm. and most up to date with evidence. Yeah. And
0: we're gonna have to go to break, um, but we'll be able to continue that right after we get back.
2: Painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. My God! Peter on the Edge on Rogers TV. Tuesday. Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At home with Chef D on Rogers TV.
3: You should expect to take the occasional fall when you are paddleboarding, so always have your tether attached. If you lose your balance, aim for the side so that you fall into the water. To get back on your board from the side, pull yourself aboard while remaining in the prone position. Once aboard, reorient yourself so that you're facing the front of the board. Then using your paddle to brace yourself, get up to your knees and then stand.
1: There we
7: go. You can't do this, Jacques. It's never been done before. Mr. Blake. You can't see down with that thing. Mr. Blake. Jacques, what? They're coming. Hold them up. Find something. Jacques, I'm telling you for the last please. time. Are the Canadians finished Plant
1: coming back on the hey, ice? Come on, come on, give us something. Uh, how many stitches? Gentlemen, please. Talk, talk. Hey, tell me. That's on, you on November
4: first, nineteen fifty-nine, Jacques Plant of the Montreal Canadiens broke with tradition. You're a brave man, Mr. Plant, standing up to him like that. And changed
3: the face of hockey forever.
0: Welcome back to Think Millennial. We've got a great show lined up. We're joined by Bernie and Steve. Uh, thank you again for both being here. And Steve, before we jump into the talking about uh, what we had talked about just mm-hmm. before the break, concussions and being like a state-of-the-art facility, we do have a question, I believe. Yeah, so Sarah asks, my dog weighs 100 pounds, will it hold us both? Your paddle board. On the paddleboard?" Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes she's so she's not going to ride the dog so i uh,
1: have <laughs> uh, two different paddle boards <laughs> one is uh, four and three quarter inches thick and one is six inches thick so the six inch thick one obviously there's more volume and can handle more weight mm. um, and the heavier the more um, advanced you need to be to um, balance so um, yes she could paddleboard with the dog. Now, with the dog, the dog has to be comfortable on it, and the human has to be comfortable on it, and then you have to be comfortable together. So there will be more weight, and it'll be a little bit more tippy, uh, but can easily be done.
0: Awesome, I think, uh, I think that this 100-pound dog would be able to handle it. Sure. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Bernie, it's a shepherd.
1: It's a shepherd. Does oh, that change anything? A, oh. <laughs> We're not getting into that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he loves her. He loves the dog. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> um, what is the weight limit on them? Is there one? Um, the like 220 pounds for the four and um, three-quarter one, the six-inch up to 250, 260. Awesome. And and more. Mm-hmm. If it's not gonna, it'll just you just need to be more. Um, used to it, it'll be a bit harder to paddle
0: Uh, because of balance. right. Well, thank you for answering that. Um, So like Ben said, before we went Mm -hmm. to break, we were talking about the stuff that you guys do at your clinic, how you're very state of the art, the concussion stuff that I've seen. Um, I saw a lot of kids there. Yeah. Like in your videos, like young people.
4: Yeah. Tons of kids. Yeah. So it's definitely been a lot more prevalent now. Um, Awareness has definitely spiked since the whole NFL CTE thing has Mm kind of been brought into light. Mm So with that increased awareness, obviously um, try to help out as as many kids as we can. So we have different partnerships throughout the different leagues uh, in the area. So we have it kind of be a requirement that they come in and get a baseline testing done. Oh wow. um, Like through this computer software impact that we use. And then based off of that, that can kind of give us some information on their cognitive function Mm -hmm. before. And if they do get a concussion, then we use those as comparative values. So they'll do the test again and then we can see what wow. what things are affected and then we do our physical exam on them as well Wow and then we kind of throw that in a pot and then start the rehab process
0: yeah. so every kid in the league yeah. does a baseline test right Should off the bat. Be. yeah is That's it like incredible. all sports or is it just like um, certain like
4: football or hockey football football hockey rugby soccer
0: we have no yeah. badminton. It's no
4: badminton. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it is a vicious sport, badminton. <laughs> but we haven't really
1: tapped that market yet. Right. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Do you think it's more because of um, that? More people are coming in. It's because of the awareness, or is it because um, our sports are obviously getting faster and um, a lot more like mm-hmm. hockey is? They're way bigger than it oh, yeah. used to yeah. be. Like, yeah.
4: I think it's. I think it's definitely both. Yeah. Cause, yeah if you compare even probably like when we all played compared to now, the programs that are in place yeah. and the training that's happening.
0: The bigger, stronger,
4: faster. Yeah, exactly. Like some kids yeah. are are doing it like all year round, mm. which I mean, should, shouldn't should really be doing depending on the age group, right? You should mm. have that break in it too, hmm. mm. develop other skills, play a different sport, give yourself that break okay, in between. But yeah, definitely between like when we played and then the generation before that, huge gap um, wow. in performance mm-hmm. and skill level
0: yeah how many i don't know this is a really difficult question how many kids are you seeing <laughs> nowadays from the sports like is there um uh, say if you had 300 kids in a mm-hmm. in a hockey league how many yeah. of them are actually coming to you guys with
4: problems um like just concussion related yeah uh that's a good question i wouldn't know like, is it's but is it scary it's it's significant yeah yeah. So when we played, I think hitting was in the Atom range, yep. right? And now they don't do hitting until I think Midget or Bantam. So they're oh. changing. They're trying to mm. play around with yeah. when they're going to introduce body contact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so regardless, though, I mean, there's still there's still going to be some contact anyway, right? We mm-hmm. we even have Ring at players coming in mm-hmm. for concussion. There's no contact in their yeah. games, right? So when they come in, it, you know, it's either just you got tripped up or brushed up against a board. Something happened. And you don't necessarily need to hit your head either to get a concussion, right? So that whiplash effect can cause a concussion as well. Wow. Because it's not not necessarily the impact of getting hit, but more so uh, shearing forces that happen within the brain and the brain cells that cause that concussion. And then it can affect like your vision processing, your balance processing, things like that, decision-making skills. Wow. Yeah, so it's a lot more deeper than what was originally thought. Like back in the day, they thought, just go in a dark room and rest you'll be fine but what they what they found is that <laughs> it's it not off, yeah. yeah sleep it off exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not really how it works right so we've had people that have come in who they were told just go in a dark room and rest and then like a year later it goes by and they're still just as bad because they didn't they don't ever get out of what we call the trench so it's so, like they try they rest for a bit and then they try something go back to normal activity and they crash it's <laughs> like well I rested last time I'm just gonna rest a little more so they do that and then all of a sudden they ramp up their activities again and boom they crash so they just go up and down and never get out of the trench because they're not mm-hmm. rehabbing things properly.
0: Mm. Wow. So even if like for whatever parents are, are watching, if they've seen their kids get hurt or had potentially get hurt, they, they should just come see you just yeah, in case. Just
4: in case. Yeah. Cause we've had kids come in too. Like they had, they got hit or something happened and they just wanted to get checked to make sure. And we are like, yep, yeah, you're fine. Like, there's no concussion. You might just have like a very low grade whiplash or neck strain type of thing. Mm. But no concussion, so best thing is yeah to come in and get checked. Uh, that way you can rule that out because school's affected with it too, right? With these kids, and that's the main goal is to get them to return to learn before mm. returning to physical activity, mm. right? Because if a kid can't do their schoolwork, and then say go play a 60-minute hockey game, <laughs> you're setting yeah. them up to fail, right? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, like there's different aspects to it for sure, but definitely coming in to get checked just to be on the safe side of things. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Mm. Yeah. Nothing to lose. Oh,
0: it's come a long way from just oh you got your bell wrong. It's all right. Yeah. To be like you, you really could be have a lot of problems, and it maybe not even have problems show up right now, but could it not just show up years later?
4: Yeah. And what they're, what they're saying now in research is that uh, these kids, when they get a concussion, just because some of the symptoms have gone away, doesn't mean that the true concussion itself is healed yet. It, it might take even longer, uh, even though symptoms have cleared up. And that's just more like on a physiological aspect of things. Wow. Wow. And that's just kind of in the grand scheme of things, like introductory stuff that we're just kind of learning.
0: Wow. It's all pretty new. Okay, Mm -hmm. and with that, we're going to have to take a break. um, But we'll continue that conversation after these commercials.
2: Fresh. Um, from cooking. Man. Two cups of Ontario spinach. To music. You're walking away, so you're fading from me. And everything else in between. King Bertram gave me a unicorn. No, no one's giving me a unicorn ever. <laughs> this thing. Grab a coffee and join Natasha McKenty as she it's finds out what's me. happening in Waterloo Region. It's fairly simple to use. In studio. On Rogers TV.
5: I believe I've been
4: contacted by the Mercedes killer. In the underworld, to be the king, you
2: need to kill the king.
5: You can either help us take them down or go to prison. You with me? No.
6: I'm Constable Darrell Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this incident. Waterloo Regional Police are requesting the public's assistance in identifying a suspicious male who is reported to be looking into a private residence on Glamis Road in Cambridge around 10:15 pm on February 14, 2018. The suspect is described as a white male between 20-30 to 30 years old and unshaven. He was dressed in a dark winter jacket with a fur-trimmed hood. Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this incident or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers in one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at WaterlooCrimeStoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at p3tips.com.
7: Welcome back to Just Effing Vote. I am one of your hosts,
0: doing Good, and
7: I'm Miles Hosey. We're thrilled that you're back. We're thrilled if you're here for the very first time. This is a this is a wonderful and exciting and new thing that we're doing. We want to, if you're under 35, um, we're we're really talking to you if you're over 35 we're talking to you as well but if you're under 35 this is really for you Um, we want you to vote we really really want you to vote there's a lot of questions that you have you have brought a lot of the topics to us and boy we really do appreciate it Um, we've got an expert here he's the expert of experts he's incredibly well dressed today as usual Uh, my very very good friend uh, Adam McDonald uh, he is a professor in waiting he's got a PhD it's practically in the mail Um, he's he's doing he's doing a really wonderful job but he we've got him here today to, to cover some what we like to call some cool 101 stuff uh political parties so you're activated you're you're committed you're going to go vote so now what now you've got all these parties to choose from and where do you begin so please dive in <laughs> sir
5: Wait, that's 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 a that's a pretty big pretty broad set of statements here. i like a
7: meandering question I, I can see
5: i can see that that's that's a heck of a question thank you <laughs> Our system is designed around two things. It's designed around electing representatives from a geographic area, as you, as you know, called a riding, right. and, uh, and sending those people off to the Capitol to, to vote on our behalf and to advocate on our behalf. But those people need a certain amount of, of support and, uh, and help in not only in running, but in administering their offices and, uh, and working together in a coordinated fashion. We group those people together in parties. We've all heard of them, the Liberals, the Conservatives, the NDP, the Green Party. These are the four major parties in Ontario, and they're the ways in which we organize uh, election platforms, we organize candidates, and then we organize government once they get there. Uh, There are four major parties, as I I said, in the province of Ontario, uh, and they all believe different things. They all believe government should do things in slightly different ways. Uh, for example, uh, the NDP in general believes that government is a force for good. More government is a good thing because we can help more people along the same principles as, uh, as union membership or, uh, or collective bargaining or, uh, or working together towards a common goal. That's what the NDP believes in, the strength of groups of people rather than the individual. On the other end of the spectrum, you have the Conservatives, or in Ontario, the Progressive Conservative Party. They generally believe in the strength of the individual, where, uh, where we are better off with lower taxes, we're better off deciding how we spend our money on our own. They believe that uh, less government is a good thing uh, in order to allow the individual to raise themselves up and, uh, and achieve their own goals on their own, without assistance from, uh, from what they might call Big Brother. In the middle, you have the Liberal Party, and the Liberal Party historically has taken a, uh, has taken a bit from column A and a bit from column B, where, where they say that government can be a force for good, to be sure, but we want to ensure that government doesn't step too far and allows an individual to, uh, to do their own thing. Uh, former Premier Dalton McGuinty was famous for saying that uh, none of us is as strong as all of us, and that was kind of his viewpoint from the from a liberal perspective on uh, on the, the role of government to be helpful when needed, but not to be too intrusive when it doesn't. The Green Party, the fourth of the major parties, is a bit of an outlier because they take a little bit from everywhere. They started very much as part of the environmental movement to focus on environmental issues, to focus on climate change, to focus on ensuring that we have a we have a planet left to to leave to our to our children and grandchildren. Over the years, they've adopted some policy positions from all three parties. They've taken uh, some individual responsibility from the Conservatives, they've taken some moderation from the Liberals, and they've taken some collective work from the NDP. So that's kind of the, the four major parties in a very, very quick nutshell. So, so say that I'm a, a millennial. Say that I am a millennial. You're so a millennial. <laughs> You're a great millennial. Um, I think highly of you. Go oh, ahead. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested. Um, I want to vote. Um, I, I've heard uh, about the parties I want to learn more what are the best resources where can I go to learn more about the parties uh, two two easy places to send to send a person as if I were talking to you miles first thing I would do is send you to their websites all the political parties have a website where they talk about what they believe in why they believe in and by now most if not all will have some version of a platform up and ready to go um, So you can see very clearly what the party as a whole believes in. And and that's an important piece, because when the party believes in something, all its candidates are going to be running on that platform. So a candidate in Brantford Brant, for example, is going to say, I, as the progressive conservative nominee, I agree with everything in this platform. And in addition, I'm going to do the following things locally. And that's where the campaign becomes a, a second piece of a second resource for you, where you can go to the campaign offices once they're up and running or communicate with the candidate directly via social media or email or phone to find out what they believe in in particular and what they would do for the riding if they were elected. Wow.
7: He's great. <laughs> I could listen to you talk all day now. Um, the, now, is it fair to say, we we've only got just a couple of minutes left, not everybody's going to agree with everything in one party. So you may not find a perfect reflection of yourself in and amongst those four parties. So it's fair to say that research is important, maybe okay. not necessarily to buy the first car on the lot, so to speak.
5: Absolutely. When I was 18 and I was getting ready to vote for the first time, I went and researched all the parties. I knew I believed some things. and I needed to find what party best reflected my views. And what I learned was, over the years, parties are always going to change what's important to them. They're going to change the promises. A party from this election may ignore its promises three elections from now. But what is important, I think, is to ensure that that, that the party or the person you're voting for reflects your values. Will this person, when they go off to to Queen's Park, when they go off to to vote, and it's not an issue that was in the platform, or it's not an issue that that they talked about, but it's something that's come up. Will they vote in a manner that's consistent with what I believe? They don't have to vote the way I believe all the time. No, nobody could ever do that. But will they think the issue through? Will, it, will they come at it from the same kind of perspective that I want my representative to?
7: And people over time are going to change their mind as well. Yeah, people grow and change as they get older. Mm-hmm. They may vote one way, and then down the road they may decide they want to vote somewhere else, some, some other way.
5: Winston Churchill was probably the most famous of those. He was a conservative and then a liberal and then a conservative again before becoming prime
7: minister. Wow. Um, that was absolutely amazing. Um, that was like 16 minutes of value in eight minutes. It was incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in. There, There is so much more to learn. There's so much more to pull in. Uh, Adam has done an absolutely wonderful do- job. Visit us at justeffingvote.ca and please vote. Please, please vote for the love of God. Thank you. <music>
3: playoffs on rogers tv
2: wednesday i want you to have high nutrient high protein food food personality Teresa albert serves up a garden fresh healthy breakfast that's really good breakfast at rosehurst on rogers tv
3: a properly fitting life jacket or personal flotation device will keep the wearer afloat Adult flotation devices are fitted by chest size. When fastened properly and lifted, the PFD should not be able to be pulled up past the wearer's nose and ears. With inflatable PFDs, it is a one size fits most. When worn, it is best to leave the straps a little loose, so there's some room if the jacket needs to be inflated.
2: Miles and Elliot were born 13 weeks premature, and they had a tough time in the hospital over their three and a half months stay. lots of surgeries, lots of concerns. The major one being that they both had bleeding inside their brains, which led to too much fluid accumulation. So we knew that there was going to be challenges for gross motor and fine motor and we wanted to make sure that they gathered as many skills as they could as quickly as possible. We were lucky they got into kids' ability pretty much right after we got discharged and start being seen by regular therapists who we're still with today. Kid's ability has had a huge impact on our family. Uh, The growth that our boys have experienced and supporting them to meet their potential and supporting us as a family as we continue to navigate this journey has just been wonderful. People's donations have really made a difference in not just our kids' lives, but all the kids that come through these doors and all the kids that need the opportunity to come through these doors and get these life-changing therapies.
0: Welcome back to Think Millennial. Um, it's been an awesome show You're so ben, far. You're Ben, I'm Matt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's Matt, I'm Ben. This is great. We're joined by Bernie and Steve. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Yes, yeah, still, we haven't, <laughs> nothing's changed. Um, <laughs> uh, but we wanted to talk about some of the misconceptions mm-hmm. around
4: um, Cairo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess, like the adjustment stuff. So yeah. people is think, it safe? yeah, it's, it's very safe. Um, a lot of people think like, oh, I'm gonna get a, the big thing is a stroke with, with uh, neck adjustment, but mm-hmm. the research of what that says is like one, like two to five million chances, right? Mm-hmm. So like you have the same chance of you just getting your hair done or sitting in your yeah. medical doctor's office doing nothing, right, so like, it's very mm-hmm. extremely, extremely rare mm-hmm. for it to happen, so the adjustments are very safe. Um, the big thing is that people Think that if you go to a chiropractor that's what everyone does um, and when you get the adjustment they think it's uh, things are out of alignment or bones are misplaced things like that but it just it doesn't work like that it's in the simplest terms is a joint just isn't moving as well as it should a little bit of a restriction and then you're just putting movement into the joint and allowing the joint to move more efficiently so there's nothing's really out of place or you're not realigning things or anything like that so if you, if you go to someone and they're telling you that, maybe yeah, hit the high tail out there. <laughs> I've
0: had two different chiropractors, I guess, in my life when I was younger, I had somebody and literally all that they did, I would come in and my parents would go in too and they would just put us on the table, crack us and we'd walk out 10 yeah. minutes later.
4: Yeah, so I mean, there's times where the adjustment is definitely clinically warranted that you do it, but there's other times when there's definitely way better treatment modalities that you can use. So doing things like strengthening or working on the muscles, like doing soft tissue work, so the way i approach things is try to have as many tools in the toolbox as possible because not every single tool is going to work Mm -hmm. the same for each person right like like matt you could respond really well to acupuncture and strengthening work where someone else might not respond well to that and they would need a different route Mm -hmm. to go right so care is definitely individualized it should be individualized to the patient not the clinician's biases, essentially.
0: Now, what if I feel fine? I don't feel like I have any pain or anything like that. Should I still go see a chiropractor?
4: Yeah, I mean, I I recommend, I get worked on myself all the time because your body's always changing, cells are always changing, right? Everyone always has something that they could work on. No one moves perfectly. So just because you're not in pain, it doesn't mean that there's not something that could be worked on. Mm -hmm. So there's different schools of thought being, should I be proactive or should I be reactive? Should I just wait for something to happen Mm -hmm. and then have to deal with it? Or should I be a little bit proactive, a little bit, try to be ahead of the game a bit? Mm -hmm. And then if something does happen, I'm more prepared to deal with that.
0: That makes a lot more sense. So like
4: basically with like with injury, it's just your tissues lost the capacity to deal with whatever demand that was placed on them. So demand exceeds the capacity of the tissue and rehab is just trying to reverse that and strengthen so you're trying to increase your capacity to deal with whatever demand your task is whether that's in sport or life or day to day doing the dishes and not having back pain like that would be your task right and you're yes. trying to increase your capacity to handle that
1: mm-hmm. yeah how much of the the final, or the success in uh, working with a client is um, based on how much they do when they're not with you like if a lot they a lot like, yeah <laughs> cuz yeah. they're i mean
4: and it depends too. Like sometimes they're with me for 15 minutes. Sometimes they're with me for a half an hour, 45 minutes, right? right. Depends on the individual. But that's only that, a lot of time frame, once or twice a week or whatever the treatment plan calls for.
1: And can you tell if they've been doing their homework? Mm, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean, I'll ask a patient, how's the exercises going? Yeah. And they're like, well, pretty yeah. good. And then you're know, like, <laughs> okay, well, maybe they haven't really been doing them. Or sometimes they'll just flat out say, oh, I'm not doing them. And then mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be like, okay, okay, I mean, my knee's fine. <laughs> I'm not having knee pain, but do you have any knee pain? Like, you should do, like, be mm-hmm. proactive, like, do something about it, right? <laughs> yeah. we, yeah. we only have this amount of time that we can work with. Like, I can't control the other 23 hours a day in your life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So there you definitely has to be some... some once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You well, not, <laughs> do <your own laughs> Do something, would you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, so defi- like, patients definitely have to take control and have some ownership in their health care and right. not just put all of the blame or put all of the fix onus you. on the- exactly, <laughs> I just come in like, I've got this going, you need to fix me. Yeah. Like we need to fix you, not right. just myself and not just the patient either, <laughs> right, so.
0: I didn't realize that acupuncture was the thing with chiropractic care. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they went hand in hand.
4: Yeah, so you can take additional training to do acupuncture, so I went to Mac to do that and I learned how to uh, do that over four months, I think it was. Uh, and then yeah, so then uh, practicing on myself at home sometimes.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> any, then, uh, any, any funny stories about that? Yeah.
4: Um, so we were uh, <laughs> my wife and I. Uh, we were living in Fort Erie at the time, uh, and she was working in St. Catharines. So I was just practicing. I was just learning how to do it. So we just learned how to do the glute points, like points on your butt, right? So I'm like, well, my back's kind of feeling a little bit stiff, so I'm gonna. Th- tossing needles in my glutes and (laughs) fire it up and see what happens so no one was in my apartment so i just dropped my drawers down and i'm in in our living room like on my stomach like reaching back trying to pop a needle in my butt and then she opens the door. She's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Well, you do you want to do this? I can't I can't reach back here." And she wouldn't do it. But I was like, "None of her friends were with her, else so that would have been." Yeah. Like, how I do I really explain bad. that? One, yeah, right? yeah.
0: To clarify for any viewers that came in when you said needles in my butt, we were talking about acupuncture needles. We were needles. talking
4: about acupuncture. Yeah. Acupuncture, not steroids. Here. Yeah, yeah. So don't do steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Chiropractors do not recommend yeah. those. No, definitely not. Say no drugs, kids. I okay. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, acupuncture is really, uh, really good modality for lots of different things—chronic pain, uh, tight tissue, things like that. Mm. So, different different schools of thought too. A lot of it is based on neurological aspects of things. So you're changing um, people's perception on pain, pain signaling, things like that. And then, yeah, just over time, just people adapt.
0: Speaking about neurological, I think this is the same. You do a lot of uh, seminars as well, like mobility seminars, mm-hmm. and you're doing that at CrossFit Durst sarah came home and she said that you said it's all in our head our stretching like i could do the splits except for it's in my head right now that i can't
4: kind, kind of yeah kind of so um not necessarily that it's in our head per se but it's uh it's a neurological mechanism. so um when we're stretching it's not like you're trying to stretch, you're not changing the structure of the tissue, you're just increasing your tolerance to stretch, right? So the reason why something tightens, tightens up, like if we all try to do the splits right now, none of us are gonna be able to do it because when's the last time we actually did it? Probably when we were an infant, the muscles are, right? Well, so yeah, your body's gonna, gonna respond no. to that and be like, well, he doesn't need to be in that position, so I'm going to take these receptors and get out of here. So we're all going to practice the splits. And
0: yeah. when we get back, we're all going to take an attempt at this and see what happens. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll I'll be See you after
2: Ringers versus Regulars is back for another season of 8 Fall Action. It's your chance to watch as Scotch doubles teams from around the region compete to win bragging rights for the pub or pool hall that they call home. You'll meet the characters that make up our local pool scene and get to check out some amazing tips and tricks. That's ringers versus regulars. Ready, set, go! Missed any episodes of When Calls the Heart? Why were we not notified? Or just want to see your favorites again? I'm Elizabeth Thatcher.
4: Possible Jack Thorne.
2: Super Channel now has every season from one to five. Here, 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 here. Available on Super Channel on demand. Catch. When Calls the Heart. The entire series available now. Only on Super Channel.
6: I'm Constable Darrell Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this incident. Waterloo Regional Police are requesting the public's assistance in identifying a suspicious male who is reported to be looking into a private residence on Glamis Road in Cambridge around 10:15 pm on February 14, 2018. The suspect is described as a white male between 20-30 to 30 years old and unshaven. He was dressed in a dark winter jacket with a fur-trimmed hood. Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this incident or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers in one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at WaterlooCrimeStoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at p3tips.com.
0: welcome back to think millennial this show's been fantastic we're having, we're, we're having a lot of fun um, <laughs> we're joined by bernie and also steve thank you guys both for being here yeah. again um so matt successfully did the splits it was amazing <laughs> yeah, you guys missed it it, it was it, it was there's good. something y- yeah, you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we saw a lot more of matt than <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you guys loved it yeah well <laughs> 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 uh, but i think we wanted to talk a little bit about stretching
4: yeah, so I guess back to that splits analogy. Yeah. So the reason why you can't get into the splits cause, uh, is your nervous system thinks that you can't get out of it. Mm. They safely get out of it. So it's not going to give you more range, because then- you sure did. Yeah, <laughs> I got out of that fine, yeah. yeah. right? <laughs> to the hole in his pants boy. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's got
0: the computer here. Now. Yeah, that's
4: right, yeah. So, but you can bypass that, uh, that neurological barrier by doing a strengthening component. So just contracting your muscles the muscles that you're trying to stretch. So if you're trying to do the splits, you're contracting, pushing down, mm. and then you're gonna bypass that neurological barrier and then you're mm. gonna get a little bit more range because then you show the nervous system, oh, mm. I, I can control that. So I'm gonna give you a little bit more and mm. see what you can do with it. And then there's obviously like a limit to that in a session, right, like three times, and then you're not gonna get any more generally. Mm. But over time, eventually you could be able to do the splits, How long right? How
0: think it would take?
4: a, l- a he's, while. He's a
0: competitive <laughs> guy. He gets in his head. He <laughs> Give just him just a deadline. Give him a deadline.
4: Do the splits fine next year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone's going to be a little yeah. bit different. It depends on, like, previous injury mm-hmm. history, things yeah. like that. But, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It's just a progressive, it's progressive adaptation so over time. That's right. what right. it comes that's down to. That's yeah. a desire too. Yeah. I mean, That's the thing. If you don't really want to do it, then...
1: Yeah. You don't it makes it a little more difficulty. difficult
0: to do yeah, exactly. that. Yeah. <laughs> So mobility is a big thing that you teach as well then, and it helps avoid mm-hmm. all of the injuries and goes hand in hand with chiropractic care then?
4: Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, with mobility, a lot of times, people kind of get that mixed up with flexibility. So flexibility is like the passive range. Like if I took Bernie's arm and just like did one of these, that's passive, right? But if I say for him to do it himself, like how mobile is his shoulder? Can he get there mm-hmm. on his own? So that would be mobility so how it's like flexibility plus the strength component okay right so just because you're you're flexible doesn't necessarily mean that you have good mobility it's just Mm -hmm. i can passively get you there but do you have control over it or not okay yeah so can you can you get yourself there on your own Mm -hmm. if not then you know that's something that needs to be worked on through different strengthening and awesome different things like that yeah so where can where can we find you so we're in paris just on rest acres road there so that plaza with tim hortons and legends and polka dot and all those yeah, places Creative there. vision optical yeah that's yeah. the one too yeah. yeah so there's lots of places that we're right in that plaza just in the back corner okay. yeah awesome. just in paris there
0: and you guys are on facebook as well yeah you guys on do facebook, of
4: videos and yeah, facebook uh, there's a clinic page i've got a page on facebook as well it's dr steve Martino. uh instagram as well um put a lot of videos out there and just mm-hmm. informative content to just educate people.
0: Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's so cool that the, the leagues are implementing those baseline tests, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never would have, like, just, that's, that's really cool to have that.
4: Yeah, and a lot of times they, they'll just, it's just with their registration mm-hmm. costs, mm-hmm. right? So they just, we set up a time where the, the whole team will come in, and we've got a lot of computers throughout the whole clinic, so the whole team will do their individual tests within an hour or two, wow. and then out the door, and then if something yeah. does happen, then we have that in the system already for them. That's amazing that you guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome so far, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, wow. It's really cool.
0: Okay, so mm. speaking about Paris. Paris,
1: yeah. I'm moving to Paris. Yeah. So close to me. Close, uh, close to you, it, no, close to the river. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a five minute walk. But you gotta so have so to, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. to Yes, so if you wanna buy a house, Uh, In Jerseyville, it's for sale.
0: (laughs) And there's an open house this weekend?
1: There is an open house this weekend. (laughs) It's perfect. It's right between Brantford and Ancaster. Beautiful little community. Very beautiful. Quiet. Quiet. You have bonfires. Yes, massive (laughs) bonfires. Um, Neighbors? There's a couple neighbors, great neighbors. One makes a a wicked banana bread. Perfect. Um, (laughs) It's a shame to to leave, but uh, Mm. time to get closer Mm -hmm. to water. There was uh, someone said that because everyone feels good around water in the ocean. They're like, one of the, <laughs> someone said it, because our bodies are made up of like 70% water, whatever the mm-hmm. number is, so that's why we feel so good around water. Is that true? I don't know. Science
0: says. Science. <laughs> cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So that's why I'm yeah. it's so Come you're nice. probably like thirty percent water. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a big B- fan B- of water. B- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, thirty <exactly>. percent <laughs> water, sixty <laughs> percent beer. Mm. The r- there's a <laughs> little bit of bourbon and, in, and in Scotch oh, beer as well. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: okay. You're gonna oh. Now that he's moving to Paris, I think every Thursday, every Friday, and every Saturday, it's going to have to be sausages and scotch. Yeah. Sausages from Lynx. Yes. In the Wincy Mills. It's amazing. You've yet to have it. Yeah. They make a
1: mean volcano pepperette. Yeah. And
0: the sausages are incredible. He makes them. I think he has like 140 recipes that he has. He's a young guy like our age that's running this place. The bacon. Unbelievable. And he's in the Wincy Mills? Yeah. Okay, Cool. How was the bacon? So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's the best bacon I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Where is this? It's in Wincy Mills. i have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. So thick. Yeah. It doesn't shrivel up. when yeah. You fry just it. Just a slab of bacon. Just. Oh. Oh. And the whole house just smells like bacon. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you're laughs> We're gonna gonna go, go get some. some <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple minutes left here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get that fat in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as the chiropractors say so. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. Brainy yeah. fat. It's so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can take that to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys? Are you still? You have a seminar that's been going on for a while now at Durst, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Yes, yeah, so we've been doing it for the last three weeks. So it's been every Thursday night. Mm. What are you um, doing tonight, yeah, actually? Yeah, do it tonight, yeah. actually, yeah. So we kind of geared it towards the squat and improving people like hip health, essentially, so getting their hips more mobile, ankles a little bit more mobile, helping get them into a, a more efficient and safer squat, because when you think about movement generally, like, that's the one movement that you do all the time throughout the day, right? Like, mm-hmm. sit in a chair this is a squat get out of it right Mm -hmm. Mm you sit on the can do your business that's a squat right sit down for dinner it's a squat so you're up and down all the time throughout the day so you might as well make it an efficient movement so
0: really most of the population should be doing something like that and seeing how to have a proper squat form Mm -hmm. because they're working at a desk a lot of the time yeah Uh, especially
4: especially the desk jockeys because they're always in this 90 degree position all the time they don't ever Get out of it right like they right. get up in the morning, they sit down for breakfast, get up, get ready, sit down in their car, get up, sit down for work for eight hours so they don't ever explore those end ranges of motion hip and then, and back and then they have hip problems and yeah or back problems because yeah. the back yeah. and then has to take over and do more motion because the hips are sleepier right. like they're <laughs> inactive and stiff so
0: yeah, so if you guys, if, if the viewers want more information, uh, Dr. Steve Martineau mm-hmm. from Cobblestone Medical and Rehab, Medicine yep. and Rehab, Medicine Rehab yep. and also Bernie Martin. So enjoy the rest of your week and have a great night, afternoon or morning. Stay classy, Branford.
3: Roger's TV
1: viewer response line, email us, or connect with us on social media.
6: Join me on Wednesdays for Lions TV Bingo at 8pm. Lots of fun, trivia, and much, much more on Roger's TV.
2: Painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. Peter oh no. on the edge on Rogers TV.